realized that he was not talking to me. He wouldn't answer my phone calls. He wouldn't meet with me. And I don't do everything dead right. I know that. I make mistakes. But I genuinely did not know why. Why this situation was. You see, Rome was a pagan city. And so what people normally did on your way home, you were going to have a barbecue that night, you stopped at the butcher's and you, you bought a roast or a leg of something, whatever it was, and then you cut off a small part of that leg, and it was offered to a pagan god as a sacrifice. And you took the rest home and you ate it. You put it on the barbecue, you enjoyed your roast and you enjoyed your steak. For many Christians who come from a Gentile, um, non-Christian background, this is like no big deal. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Christians were free to enjoy whatever they did. So enjoy your T-bone steak. Christians who come from a Jewish background often felt that there was a dark cloud of judgment hanging over them in this. So what do you do? This church is about ready to explode over this issue. Some people might take the attitude, that, well, let's just leave the church and go to the church down the road. But you know what? In a city like Rome, there probably was not a church down the road. We do that very easily in places like Victoria or Vancouver. We don't like something. We don't like the music. We don't like this. We don't like the color of the hymn books. We don't like whether people wear jeans or not jeans or I don't know what. And so we simply say, I'm out of here and I'm gone and I'm going to go to the church down the road. Others simply say, you know what we should do? comes up at the next members meeting of the church in Rome. We should have two church suppers. That will solve the problem. We'll have a church supper on a Friday night where you come and you can eat meat. And we'll give thanks to God for the T-bone steak. And then next Saturday night, another church supper, and guess what? There's no steaks and there's nothing from the butcher shop. We'll have two church suppers. That's what we do. That will solve everything. Someone comes up with a different option. A different um, Option. Let's have two different services. We'll have the meat-eating service at 9 o'clock. And we'll have the non-meat-eating service at 11 o'clock. Okay? And that'll keep everybody happy. This, by the way, is taught in a very important chapter. Churches need to learn today. It's Romans chapter 14. And I don't have time to go into it this morning. But I'm going to, that's what I'm going to teach in the class down at Mobile. If you want to come, explore that a little bit with us this morning. You're welcome to do it. And Paul says in Romans chapter 14, he deals with a number of very crucial issues churches need to understand when they get into these kind of things. He says, you need to understand that the kingdom of God, there's that phrase again, the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. It's not about whatever the issue is at VCBC. And I'm going to ask today down at the class, what are some of the issues at this church that people fight and struggle over? Okay? And whatever it is, it's not about that. He says the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. It is about righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. You see, whenever a church starts to major on the minors, as we say, and people start arguing and disagreeing and dividing over issues and going and leaving and going to another church, and when those issues are not central, but they're peripheral to the church, Paul says to them and says to us, you know, folks, the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. 
It's not about guitars or drums. It's not about organs. It's not about worship styles. It's not about the color of hymn books. It's not about dress codes or anything else that relates to you or my personal preferences. It's not about anything that's peripheral. But rather the kingdom and the reign of God in us is about righteousness. It is about peace. And it's about joy in the Holy Spirit. These are the issues in community that really matter. Remember what we've said. We envision envision a community of faith where all members are brought into connection with God and with one another in a way that reflects the presence of the power of the kingdom. Relationships are crucial for the health of the church and for the glory of God. I just was um, so moved this morning um, by the opening song that Willis and the team had chosen for us. Let your glory come and let your glory fall in this place. stood up here in the corner where I stand and put my head down without being embarrassed I'll tell you tears ran down my face because I suddenly realized again that's what our prayer needs to be let your glory fall in this place what would God say to us Let me ask you for a moment to do your own personal spiritual homework on some questions.